Costa, the executive director of the Northfield Historical Society, Sean Allen. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Jeff. How are you today? Good. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. You've got a uh, busy, busy time coming up uh, over the course of the next couple of months. Spring always, you know, I don't know if winter is, it's, it's not really completely hibernating for a lot of people but it's a time where you probably do a lot of stuff that uh, uh to catch up on with archives with bookkeeping and everything is that is that a correct assumption yeah it's absolutely true so we're we're actually closed uh the museum's closed in um january and, and february and that's been a long-standing kind of uh tradition uh it gives us the chance to kind of dig in um take down some of our exhibits put some new ones up uh, work in the archives, as you said. We're working on a deaccessioning project right now, um, looking at what we have and what we really need to have. And there's uh, over the years been some things that have made it into our collection that really aren't part of Northfield's history. They might be historic, but they don't really reflect Northfield. And so uh, we have a limited amount of space. So we're looking at, you know, some of those things need to maybe go to other museums or other places. So we're, we have a, a committee, um, uh, community members that is looking at that. That's been great. We have a new, uh, Collections manager, Alexis Kraft, who also works at the library, which is a nice connection for us. She's got, um, working on her uh, master's in library science. And, uh, yeah, we're just, we're just digging in. We've got a really cool new collaboration with the library and with the Arts Guild, um, that we're calling Culture Crew. And, uh, hopefully people will be seeing more about that in the near future. And and that's going to be a, um, really a, a way to try to activate downtown more and uh, bring more people downtown uh, to experience the culture that we have here. Yeah, I tell you what. Let's, uh, we'll get to that in just okay. a couple of minutes because I'd like to talk about that too. But sure. we kind of brought you in and we've been billing that uh, uh, Maggie Lee is yeah. uh, someone that has been uh, or was around Northfield and really played a pivotal role in uh, Northfield history in that she documented so much of that with the uh, newspaper and the such. And there's still, of course, a lot of people, though she's been gone for a while, a lot of people still know and love Maggie. And she's going to be the focus of uh, of an upcoming exhibit that you have. Tell us about that. Yeah, one of the things we want to do is we want to bring more, um, like, Northfield-specific exhibits into, into the museum. And so we thought, you know, who are some notable people that we could kind of, you know, focus on? And um, Maggie Lee was just is just an obvious choice for us. Um, she was someone who broke a lot of barriers when she was young, um, grew up here, was valedictorian in Northfield High School. Um, uh, we have her speech, <laughs> uh, not not uh, we have the, the the typed version that she she typed up um, that I think will be on display. But you know, she's somebody that you know everybody knew, and and you know, as somebody who. Uh, grew up here in town um you know we were talking earlier you know she was this really older lady always wore lots of purple um really associated with cats and 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 cat figurines um and almost a kind of a caricature uh kind of at, at, at her age she was very kind of eccentric but you know digging back into her life um it's, it's really interesting to see how much of a, a boundary breaker she was and somebody who really led the charge, I think, for women's rights here locally and probably um, more broadly within the newspaper world. Um, she was someone who, you know, was editor of the Northfield News when she was relatively young and when, um, you know, at the start of KYMN Radio, there were competitors. Uh, it's just it's really just an interesting story. And so what we're choosing to focus on is not the purple... Um, 
uh, person with the wigs and all the and the big glasses and everything. We really want to focus in on when she was younger and when she was um, really challenging those boundaries and breaking those boundaries. And, and um, you know, we've had um, Eliana Giswold, who's a sophomore at uh, Luther College. She's a local kid who uh, came back for her J-term to be an intern and help with this exhibit. And she didn't know anything about Maggie Lee, 20-year-old kid. And uh, she just fell in love with her, you know, just with the whole thing and was just so excited um, and did a great job and, and really helped us flesh out parts of uh, Maggie's life that I knew nothing about. Yeah, I really like that element of it. You know, when I, I moved here in 1987, and by that time, Maggie was kind of turned into the... Um, was turning into kind of the older age, um, Maggie. She was probably in her 60s at that time. I mean, she lived well into her 90s. So, mm-hmm. uh, so, so many people re- remember that era that, uh, and they don't, uh, the, the groundbreaking things that she did as a woman and was certainly a, a pioneer in her field. And God, boy, that, uh, that should not be lost to uh, the future generations of Northfield. Yeah, and that's something that really resonated, I think, with, um, with the, Eliana and with our, our collections manager, Alexis, you know, in terms of um, here's a, a young woman of similar age um, as they are and uh, seeing seeing the, the kind of groundbreaking that she did um, that kind of made some of what is possible now possible. So we're really excited about uh, the Maggie Lee exhibit. I think it's going to be the first of several um, exhibits we do focused on local people, um, both people that have uh, you know passed recently and people that maybe are still even alive. So we haven't fleshed all that out yet, but we're, we're excited about showcasing really the, the talents of the people of Northfield, which we have many. Sean Allen is with us, the executive director of the Northfield uh, Historical Society. Let's move on. You, uh, happy hour. You mentioned you were closed for uh, January and February, but uh, opening back up next month, and it's time for the History Happy Hour again. Yeah, History Happy Hour. It's been a really fun project. Uh, so this series... Um, in March, I think is on March 4th, which is the first Monday of the month. And um, for that, we have Serena Zabin, who's a college professor at Carleton um, in the history department. She's going to be talking about the Boston Massacre. She literally wrote the book on the Boston Massacre. And so she's going to be coming and talking about that for an hour or so. And it, it'll be just a really uh, great time. We had uh, last month, we had a, we had a, a great speaker from St. Olaf um, for Black History Month mm-hmm. and, uh, and keepsake. Uh, um, cider actually came and they provided the the beverages for everyone which was really great all right yeah and that's march 4th march 4th it yep. is coming up in uh, just, uh, just a couple of weeks off it's almost march uh let's move into your annual meeting uh that's, yeah, the annual uh, that's meeting, coming up that's for members so this is a, as a member-based organization uh, northfield historical society um is required by our bylaws to have an um, annual meeting every year where our uh, members get to vote on new board members and things like that. Um, so that's going to be on March 11th, which is the next Monday. Um, and that'll be um, really great because John Olson, who I know does a podcast here and a show f- with you um, about uh, international uh, affairs, he's going to be speaking about the crisis in the Middle East and what's happening now from a historical perspective. And uh, we had him uh, come in, I think, in November or, um, to do that, and he did a fantastic job. I think it's been, for me, probably the most interesting history happy hour we've had. So um, if people are members or even if they're not, they're welcome to join us, um, and that's on the 11th, and that'll be at 6 o'clock. Yeah, and John is just uh, 
knows his game. He's a very good uh, teacher and instructor, a good speaker. He no longer does his show here on KYMN Radio well, as, of the, as of the first of the year. Yeah, he had to retire it uh, oh, with just true. too much going on. He's, you know, he's also a best-selling author and <laughs> and yeah. uh, teaches at uh, a couple of different. Uh, 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 schools, so he keeps busy. Uh, but boy, that uh, if you're a, not a uh, member of the uh, Northfield Historical Society, this is a good chance to join sure. just to, to see that. I mean, it doesn't cost the world. The membership no, is pretty I think the cheap. Membership for one person is uh, forty dollars, and I think it's thirty for seniors. So um, it's a pretty, it's a, it's a, a, a cheap. Uh, it, it's a low cost contribution, I think, for. Uh, supporting a, an organization uh, like the Northfield Historical Society. If, if you just want to come and watch uh, John do his talk, happy to have you too. We're not, mm-hmm. not going to turn anybody away. We we, we think, uh, you know, the more the merrier. We want to get the word out that the Northfield Historical Society is a place where we, uh, as a community, can gather and learn things and uh, and share ideas. Uh, once again, Sean Allen is with us, and you mentioned uh, low-cost entertainment and uh, a collaboration that you have. The Culture Crew is something yeah. that you have collaborated with with, uh, with the Arts Guild and the libraries and right. three organizations. I mean, three of Northfield's cherished organizations getting together for a, for a uh, to schedule some, so, some happenings, some events. Boy, that's uh, that's good stuff right there. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. We we started in probably November um, with um, weekly meetings every Wednesday morning. We're meeting uh, the staff at the of the library, the staff at the historical society, and the staff at the arts guild have been meeting, just talking about you know creative ideas for how we can kind of activate downtown, bring people downtown to our events, but also to other events that are happening. And so our first event will be on uh, March 14th. Um, at the Grand Theater. So it'll be a movie night at the Grand. Um, this is 120 years to the day from the first movie that was shown at the Grand, which at that time was called the Ware Auditorium. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, um, the movies back then were, uh, they were very short and they were silent, of course. Um, but uh, th- I think what was, it was Rip Van Winkle um, was one of them <laughs> and Uncle Tom's Cabin was the other. And... Uh, Going back and looking at the, we, we were able to see those, and uh, neither one would be appropriate for today's audiences. <laughs> so, uh, so we're going with Dial M for Murder, which is a Grace Kelly movie, which I, I just love Grace Kelly, and I think it'll be a, a really fun night. Before we, it's free, open to the public um, at the Grand. There will be a cash bar, and uh, you know, people can order food. But it's uh, it's open to the public. It's all ages. Um, we're really excited about it, uh, and, and you know, because the library has access to all these movie titles, and they can and show them. They've done some work on their licensing. Um, it, it lets us kind of reinvigorate the grand from a movie perspective, where I think that they and, and others have struggled because it's just hard to get the licensing. It's very expensive for some of these licenses. Um, so, just it's exciting, and uh, there'll be a local uh, Carlton student uh, premiering. I think. Uh, uh, a short film at the beginning that was shot at the library, uh, some type of a horror movie. Um, hope it's not too scary because I don't <laughs> like scary movies, but uh, it should be really just a great time. And I, I hope people come out to that. And um, yeah, I mean, free movie. 
<laughs> you, can't, you can't beat yeah. it. And uh, there will be food and drink available yep. at the uh, Grand as well. So mm-hmm. a great collaboration between the uh, three, uh, once again, three cherished organizations here in town. And also, uh, you know, hats off to the uh, Grand Theater as well. The new owners, Lindsay Ness, who's a KYMN alum, and I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of her partner's name and can't. But, yeah, uh, I can't either. She's some yeah, of the face yeah. we've been doing with. Yeah, yeah she is. She does that handle, mm-hmm. uh, handles that part about it. Uh, part of it and uh, doing a great job and just seeing her uh, uh, and them making you know the grand once again a uh, woven into the fabric of the community is a wonderful absolutely thing. it's such an important venue you know for us and you know last night mark ross had his uh his his event um there i didn't go i've been to it before it's the round table the music round table mm-hmm. and that is a fan if people get the chance to go to that another free event you know in downtown northfield it's just uh fantastic and unique all right, Sean, anything else before you let you go? That's all I've got. Thanks a lot for right. having me, and uh, hope everybody enjoys the spring that's coming. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Sean. Thank you.